Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Dark Necessities. I'm your host, Paula Jean. Sorry I have been MIA for a couple weeks. I was on vacation visiting some family, and um, and then I got kiboshed from my job. So it's been um, it's been kind of stressful not going to lie um but i have something in the works and um everything is gonna work out but that's not the initial attitude that i started out with um i cried for a long time i was just so depressed and I wasn't fun to be around because you would try to give me an optimistic answer or advice and I would just be like a dark cloud of sadness (laughs) with my answers um but not anymore um today's episode I would like to focus on kindness And that sounds kind of stupid and dumb, but kindness is something that people don't show each other anymore, not even the people they love. And it's troublesome to me. It is very troublesome to me. Um, It's one of the easier things that the human race can do. And for some reason we choose not to. Um, And it's very, it is, it's very bothersome and it's not something that I feel we should take for granted. So I have a friend and he's the kindest man I have ever met in my life. He's probably the only kind man I've ever known in my life because everything he does, he does without hesitation. He does without expecting anything. He does without a blink of an eye. And if you are in trouble, he is the first person at your door. He is the first person who will drag you from a burning building he is just he's one of a kind and he has helped me in more ways than I can ever imagine and I've never had a friendship like this you know I have friends obviously I I, I don't want to make myself sound like a little lonely dweeb um I have friends, you know, I've had, I have friends from high school and college and stuff that I talk to and I love them all, but his is a very different type of friendship. He expects nothing in return and will not take anything in return. And I have never had that. I've always had, hey, 
you know, love you, girl, like, I'll cover you, but, you know, pay me back later, or whatever, and I never knew that friendship could exist on this type of level. And he's pulled me out of the gutters more than once. And he does not give himself enough credit. And um, he really should, because he's one of the only people in this world that I trust with my life. And I owe him more than he'll ever know. I bring him up because he is the epitome of kindness. You don't have to ask him for anything. You don't have to say anything. If he knows you're going through a hard time and he's seen it, he will do everything in his power to make sure that you're okay and that your family is okay. And he's one of the only people that I've met recently that have shown any kindness at all. And... I just really feel like if people were kinder to each other, we would be in a much better position. You never know how someone else is feeling, what someone else is going through, what they're doing. So why be mean to those people? And why, why push them into the ground more than they're already pushed? Now, there are the exceptions, you know, those just really rude fucking assholes that are just mean because they're mean, and that's just who they are at the core of their being, is just a really shitty, mean fucking person. Just, and it's hard to be nice to those people. It is so hard to fucking be nice to those people. But... It's important to be nice to those people because those people are on this earth to remind us that not everyone is nice. There are shitty, shitty, fucking shitty human beings. And the best way, the best way to get back at them is that old saying, you know, kill them with kindness. And that's true. I've learned that those types of people are looking for a reaction. They want to cause a scene. They want drama because their lives are so fucking empty that they need something to thrive off of. So they pick the person who they're having an interaction with at that moment to take out all of their fucking anger on. And if you just smile and say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, right away they're gonna be in so much fucking shock they're not gonna know what to do they're either going to be like oh okay and then try to be friends with you or they're going to just walk away because they don't know what to do and either way whatever kill them with kindness that is the best way because they're not worth your energy and your time, those types of people. They're not worth your effort. Because, you know, you and I both know that, yeah, you could, you know, let the dog off the chain and 
really stick it to them and make them cry and put them in their place. But is it really worth it? Because then you're the one who looks like the asshole. And that's what's wrong with our society is the people who stand up for themselves, the ones who fight for what they want, they're the fucking assholes. And the people who are trying to strive and be better and live their fucking life, they're the assholes. But if you make a scene and you make someone else cry and then they make you cry, oh God, you're a saint. Oh my gosh, you poor angel. That's what's wrong. And I'm not doing it anymore. Um, I'm just going to kill him with kindness. Because one makes me feel better knowing that I can control my reactions to things. Two, it just shows that their sad, miserable fucking existence doesn't bother me, nor do I give a shit about them. And three, it just feels so much better to be nice than to just be an asshole. And it just feels, it just feels better. And not enough people are doing it. Recently, I just watched a video. I think it was Joe Rogan. Um, My friend sent it to me. And it's about we're told, you know, by the time you're 30, you should have a house and you should have this and you should have X, Y, Z. By the time you're 50, you should be doing this and you should have this and blah, 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 blah. And he says, get those numbers out of your fucking head because it's bullshit. And I loved that because that is exactly how I have felt. You know, if you listen to this podcast, you know, I went to college, you know, that You know, COVID happened when I graduated and it fucking sucked ass and society has never been the same. But for some reason, people don't want to acknowledge that. But it was really fucking hard for me to find a job in my field. It was really hard for me. I bounced around from retail stores to working with kids to more retail stores. And then finally, I got this job at the news. And I was so ecstatic because it was exactly what I went to school for. It was what I wanted. And I was like, hell yeah, woo, fucking finally. I worked there for about a year and hated every fucking minute of it. Hated my fucking life. I worked nights. The staff was just fucking awful. And everything was somehow the morning shift's fault. Everything. Even though the stories that we would do would be like updates on other stories from the day before. But yet, you know, our faults that it's all wrong. And whenever we'd meet with a manager, she'd be like, oh, you're doing great. But then she'd tell everyone we were doing shitty. So it was just a very toxic place to work. And I was, I'm still kind of mad about it. I'm still kind of depressed about it because when I left, I thought, you know, bigger, better opportunities out there. It's going to be great, you know, awesome. No, I was wrong. And 
I had this thing in the back of my head that was like, well, you know, you're 25 now. You should be starting a career. You should be trying to get your shit together. You should be doing X, Y, Z. And that's just something that was ingrained into me, you know, throughout school, throughout life, you know. Not necessarily my parents, but, you know, everyone around me that I surrounded myself with that, you know, you have to have these things by this age. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't have that. So I need to get my shit together. But all those numbers, all that shit is bullshit. All of it. The important thing is... I'm alive, I'm breathing, I have people who love me, and that is what is important. I have been so focused on just being so exact and trying to find my place in this world, and I'm at a point where Finding my place, I don't even know what that means anymore, but I'm done with it because eventually I'll just kind of fall into place and I'll be where I'm supposed to be. And that's fine. That's, you know, that's good. As for, you know, trying to just, all these numbers and all these things that I have to do, blowing them out the window. Because what I have to do is focus on what I can do now and enjoy the moments that I have in life and enjoy the moments that I have with the people in my life. And that's something that I forgot how to do a long time ago. And I need to start doing that again. When I was in high school, I I didn't care. I just wanted to live and just be with, you know, my friends. And I relished every single fucking moment of that. Every moment. From the bonfires at the beach to fucking getting drunk at my friend's house to... Even if we just went to the mall or something, you know, I, I cherish those moments with my friends because somehow I knew that life wouldn't be the same after that. And it wasn't. We all went in different directions, but we still talk, you know? And every time I talk to them, I always feel like those moments are in my life again. You know, they make me feel that way. And when I got to college, I met a lot of friends. I I knew a lot of people and we did a lot of stuff, but in the back, that's when it all kind of, I was like, oh, I'm in college now. I'm supposed to be an adult. And that's when that mindset of, well, you can't go out on this day because you know, you got class the next morning. Oh yeah can't do this because you got to work, you know, three jobs the next day. Oh, well, you know, you got to keep your shit together. And that's true to a point. But 
I missed out on a lot of opportunities because I just was too focused on what I had to do the next day instead of living in the moment and relishing in the moment. And my senior year, second semester, is when I started to live that life again. And then COVID happened and fucked everything up. But I met some really great people who were just like, fuck it, you know, like, yeah, we have class tomorrow, but you know, we'll be fine. Let's go. And I enjoyed being, I enjoyed those moments. I rel- I remember those moments like they were yesterday. And I haven't done that in a very long time. And I think that's what I'm going to start doing. And I recommend that everybody start doing that because we're so focused. We're so just, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Blah, 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 blah. Why doesn't anybody question anything anymore? Why isn't anybody kind anymore? Why don't we enjoy moments more? And we should. I'm not saying, you know, be a hippie era, you know, free your inhibitions, let's bang on the floor in front of this movie theater. No, but, you know, live your life the way you want to live it because it's your fucking life. It's not anybody else's. It's yours. And they don't have to be happy with it, but you do. Or else what's the point? We're all put on this big blue planet to experience something. And a lot of people think it's to make money, to do this, to do that. Life is about living. It's about knowing that when you get knocked down, you can get back up and you can be fine. It's about enjoying those moments you have with those people you love because they might not be here tomorrow. And it's about being happy with what you've done, how you've done it, and where you're going to go from there. We can't always plan everything out because life doesn't happen the way we plan. I used to stand in front of my mirror when I was like 12, and I had this vision for myself. I don't know where I got it from. It was just something that I pictured myself doing. I always pictured myself living in a huge penthouse in fucking New York City, working for some upscale, you know, like fashion or music or uh, being a writer, something of that nature, and being just so rich that I had like 15 fucking helicopters. Obviously, even if I won the lottery, that story is not ideal. But it is something that shaped what I did throughout my life. You know, what I went to college for, what I, you know, all that stuff. And... I'm not saying it's not possible. I mean, in today's economy, me owning a penthouse is pretty impossible. But 
the writing aspect, that could be true. You know, and as you know, you know, I, I do write. I'm writing a book now. Um, so, you know, that could be true. But life, my point to that is life doesn't always work out the way you plan. And I think that's the point. Because if everything was as we planned, life wouldn't be exciting. We wouldn't be strong. We wouldn't be independent. We wouldn't have the experiences and the emotions that we have because everything would just be a plan. And that's the point, is to just find that beauty, find that kindness, find that spark that gets you going and just fucking do it. And I guess my point to all of this is find that person that gives you that kindness and gives you that strength and just love them for all that they are because they're very rare and it doesn't come around very often. So please remember to be kind. And you can't control what happens, but you control your reaction. And with that being said, be kind. Live in the moment. Relish everything you can. And always remember to indulge your dark necessities.